This is the Humerian Health Podcast. Spilling our guts for the well-being of yours. We're here today with the Humerian Health Podcast, Dr. Sean Benzinger and myself, Amy Baker, and we're joined today by Becca Coffin, who is an intentional living coach. Yes. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah, we're very excited to have you here and to share just a little bit about what it is that you do and why you do it. Um, we're all about trying to share with our listeners, you know, just giving them tools and resources to mm-hmm. better their lives. Sure. Um, and we, of course, learn a lot along the way, too. We're like, I, d- I didn't know there was such a thing as an intentional living coach. What is that? So, yes. yeah. So tell us a little bit about kind of just you and your background. And we do want to know what an unintentional coach is <laughs> sure. like after we're done. I, okay. I have to know that. But we'll start with the intention. I'll, yes, we can start there. Okay. So it, I didn't go into it saying, oh, this is what I'm going to be. I'm going to be an intentional living coach. It came out of years specifically of working in the local church with families. So I have a combination of experience with uh, kids past being a kids pastor, being a youth pastor, and also uh, project management in corporate settings. So between those two, I saw the background of people's lives, and I also saw their professional life and how much people struggled with having so many commitments, specifically once they had kids working mm-hmm. that transition of feeling pressure to do all the things, yeah, the sports, the sp- school activities, music, the, the yes, church. yeah, <laughs> exactly. And so we found so many people were in a place where they were living in what they would call survival mode yep. or autopilot. Mm-hmm. Life was happening to them. They were living by default and they weren't feeling fulfilled with life at all. And so we just identified that if we could help people shift from living on autopilot, living in survival mode to living intentionally, it made all the difference in the world. So we usually start with people by identifying their core values. So we help them define their why, and then we look at their life, their schedule, their mindset, Mm -hmm. and see is this aligning with what you say matters most? And normally it's not. And sure. that's the source of a lot of tension and unfulfillment yeah. and frustration for them. So we help them move from autopilot or survival mode to intentional by working Excellent. through a lot of so, those things. So when you say you work with families, I'm curious in establishing your why, which is can yes. be so powerful. Mm-hmm. Are you literally so working difficult. with like yes. the parents or parent and the children and like all of them are collectively speaking into that or is it really like adult on adult like we're Mm going to help the parent or parents Mm -hmm. sort of get a grip on things and then there's just a cascade effect to then the kid doesn't get to go to tennis class anymore like I mean how does that work okay so what we usually end up doing we usually are always starting with the parents and Mm -hmm. most of the time it's usually with the mom yeah and so what we encourage pretty quickly is if if mom's really interested in making some shifts, we try as quickly as possible to get dad on board. Mm-hmm. And so right. they're moving in the same direction. So we walk through the process first of establishing the why and helping them figure out as individuals, if we have them both on board, what are you wired to do and what mm-hmm. is 
your passion and then filtering that down to help them apply that to their family and their children. And if they have children who are at the age like you're describing where, okay, what, all of a sudden I have to quit tennis because you like have a new idea, mom. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's would be very irritating. So we coach them through how to involve their children if it's age appropriate in a process of defining their family values Mm -hmm. so that the kids have a voice Mm -hmm. in that (laughs) and even crafting a family mission statement. We have those for businesses. They provide Mm -hmm. direction. They're Mm -hmm. informed by values. So we include, always encourage inclusion of the kids as it's appropriate for their age in the process so they feel ownership of it yeah so i love that i it's i think that'd take years uh, to <laughs> yes. get through my fa- but do you find many of the uh the husband and wives themselves mm-hmm. don't know what their core values are period because how many i mean i yes. think about it you get married you say i do and then 10 years later you figure out what you said i do too Um, and most of them don't walk in and have devised these things in the Mm -hmm. first place so you're probably teaching them their ahas right of yes oh my gosh you your real value is this and his is that and that doesn't align and that would be an interesting conversation before the kids ever get everything taken away from them Uh, (laughs) is yeah i know oh that sounds awful it feels like like it right but (laughs) yes i've had the same conversations with my patients that's why it's it's very challenging and i think when Hmm. we see it escalate is when kids get about the age where they can start to enroll in a lot of activities because when couples are married and they don't have kids yet they can kind of move through life and these things don't rise to the surface Mm -hmm. but when you put the time pressures and the pressures of just being a parent and trying to do that well when you put all that on it causes a lot of these issues to rise to the surface but not be identified so uh, to answer your question yes we normally see it come to a head with people we work with once they have kids and yep. they have to really define what does matter most to them. That's right. So we have developed a pretty clear process that works. We have found works well for women if they're working through it individually, uh, for men who work through it maybe individually, but also ideally for the family to do it together. Definitely yeah, I would, has yeah. I would love results. to hear some of those conversations. So we're <laughs> yeah. Put a little mic in there and go from there. Really? But I I think whenever I, I've always seen when two or three kids, they start having multiple kids, yes. too. That's also the triggering point. But here, here's one thing I said I caught myself saying uh, the other week is that um, – uh, usually the the mother between 25 and 40 years old, mm-hmm. multiple kids, and they're expected to work. And depending on the husband's attitude, mm-hmm. uh, comes home and does everything else. Yes. And also uh, not shared duties, et cetera, et cetera. I, yes. I find it to be literally absolutely insane and impossible for a female to actually be able to do these things anymore. Yes. And, and I, I actually speak out about it now mm-hmm. where I, in the past, I, I guess it just kind of – I don't know. It's like we're back in, you know, Harry and Ozzy at time. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean it, it is not that way anymore. And the pressures on a female to try to come home and fix meals and mm-hmm. do laundry and, and help the kids and, and the husband sitting in the recliner watching the – and I'm not putting my male part, counterparts down, but uh, I, am, I am now encouraging that conversations have to happen with the husband to participate yes. because it isn't the way it used to be. I mean, it's changed drastically, and I'm sure you're coaching that. Yes, 
we we have found that and usually it it comes we have a, a process we work through with people where we have them write down everything that they're doing so write down your life and you see pretty clearly sometimes it's not always if there's a pretty significant imbalance between the weight that the mother's carrying versus the weight that the father's carrying and sometimes it goes both ways we you know certainly but that's one of the things as you lay it out and actually look at it you can see it and make changes right. to adjust it's good because one of the things we run into y'all have probably i am sure i'm guilty of it as well said we're just too busy i'm just so busy there's just not enough hours mm-hmm. in the day and so we coach people through a lot of times the people we work with are people of faith and we say okay let's let's start with that idea that there's not enough time um if you do believe that you know god created this so there's 24 hours the problem isn't the hours in the day but how much you're trying to fit into it so let's let's look at what you're let's look at what you're doing Mm -hmm. and make this work for Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. so sometimes starting there is this this light bulb goes off of like oh the universe isn't the problem (laughs) it might (laughs) it might be might be me and that realization of responsibility is actually freeing yeah Mm -hmm. Because people realize they can do something about but they, it. But yeah. you can give back control, right? Yes. I mean, they actually could do something about it. Yes. But, he, but then I've run into, and it's a perfect a perfect conversation of, well, I've got three kids, and, you know, I've got to give them every opportunity. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like guilt-ridden. Our yes. society has guilted parents into, you don't let them play every sport and go to every event and everything mm-hmm. else. You're belittling well, their chance performance, of... performance, right? Oh performance Oh, gosh. It's awful. Yeah. Yes. Instead of just mm-hmm. hard work and a good attitude and enjoying the life you've got, yes. we've turned it into, you better be first because everything else is last. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which I stopped saying with my kids just mm-hmm. a few just days a couple, ago. Yeah, I was going to say, just a couple days ago. Yeah. 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 <laughs> In preparation for this interview. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. one of the things that we find, because we, we get a chance here to, on the podcast to talk to a lot of healthcare professionals about all different sorts of things right. from hormone yes. imbalances and good nutrition mm-hmm. and whatever. Um but there's kind of like this feels like there's this missing secret like what does it take for somebody to decide i i, I need to do something right yes. and so i'm curious from before your perspective before they're too far down well, the before, line yeah, right? I mean, yeah. that's what the scary part yeah. is so i'm just curious from your perspective uh-huh. you know kind of what you hear when people you know find you or come and see you or yeah. maybe they find you but they're maybe not completely bought in but they go yeah. through some of your exercises like are you finding kind of a like this is really what people ultimately rally around when it comes to change or is it is it different for everybody I think what people will ultimately get excited about once they realize it is they is giving them permission to live in alignment with their values because a lot like when Mm -hmm. you were talking about decision making so many people are in a place and we use this language of fear-based decision making or guilt-based decision making so we help them shift from that to values-based decision making and that's a light bulb for them Mm -hmm. all of a sudden Mm -hmm. they don't feel the guilt of enrolling their child in you know, a bazillion activities because that's necessary for their development. They all of a sudden have permission to say, well, we really value being able to have free time to go camping together. So we can align our family with that and even use that to explain to our kids the value. And there's more and more research coming out with the busyness and the screen time and all of these things. It's killing families. Yes. So relationships. We 
we help them also see those things to say, you are not doing anything wrong by saying no. Mm -hmm. It is okay to say no. And we talk people through how to say no and also what you're saying yes to. Like, we don't want you to clear your schedule entirely. We just want you to have an intentional schedule and an intentional mindset and how you view things. And a lot of it is just giving them permission to be who they are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And if that's different than what society tells you, you should be right to say it's okay. That's okay. Yeah. To be who you are as a family. Yes. Yeah. That's really cool. Mm hmm. So I want to know the top five. Okay. okay. So, um, so if you were looking at the whys that finally the core values, yeah. I mean, what's some of the ones that are most common? Most common. Because you know, many of the listeners they don't know what a core value is. Sure. They know what it is at work, but yes, for them personally, because it's personal and family, right? Mm-hmm. So, what what do you hear most? Because the, there's going to be some redundancy. Sure. Yes, there is. Well, let me first, because you said a lot of people might not know what a core value is. So we've, mm-hmm. I've been using that word, but haven't defined it. Basically, a core value, if you think of it as an internal navigation system for your life and your decision making, mm-hmm. that's what it is. Right. And so it's the things that prompt you to make the decisions you make and do the things that you do. So most common we find, I would say, especially for the generation that I'm in, I'm a millennial. And so mm-hmm. I can speak to those because a lot of the people I work with are in between like 25 and 40. Mm-hmm. And so for that age group, we find specifically a core value of freedom and flexibility. And they're in so much conflict because their life isn't set up to allow it mm-hmm. primarily because they're overcommitted yeah and they haven't given themselves permission to design a life that aligns with them having freedom and flexibility mm-hmm. sure. I would say those are the two biggest ones biggest ones we hear well the same thing that's you great. hear about employment yep. all the other types mm-hmm. things so let's go ahead and get married have kids yeah That'll help flexibility and freedom, yes. right? That, that'll that be pretty good. <laughs> That's kind of like the opposite of that. I'm going against my goals. But I think um, the why is, is so important mm-hmm. because what people don't realize is you're going to make decisions and sometimes bad decisions mm-hmm. related to this freedom and flexibility core value, mm-hmm. whether you know it or not, mm-hmm. that eventually will create these explosions and disintegration of a relationship and, and harm within a family. Yes. So knowing it and mm-hmm. understanding it, that could change everything in your attitude. So I'm sure you get a bunch of aha moments. Very yeah. much so. Yeah. Yes. So I'm just curious, and I know you can't name names or whatever, but I also love to hear like... We love names. names. Yeah. I love to hear success stories, right? Like, I mean, so maybe talk to us a little bit about maybe somebody that you've worked with that they were kind of what they were when they started. Amy, she can can tell the story about me in just a second. You you are clearly still a work in progress, (laughs) and you don't fit in her age demographic. Ouch. Okay. (laughs) Whoa. Hey it's man, okay, it's gloves radio. Are off. I want to pretend to be. I'm going to pretend to be millennial today, and I'm going to show up to work when I want to show oh, up. Oh, and see, you're going is, to like it. You just tipped the, your hand that you are not a millennial because <laughs> that right. is what whatever generation. What non millennials yeah. say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, yes. Back to the case in point. Like, yeah. <laughs> talk to us about like. So, what does it look like for somebody's life, bef- kind of before and after? Yes. Oftentimes we. We end up starting, we, we try, it depends on the person. We try to always start with the why. Sometimes, in many cases, people are so overwhelmed, they don't have the mental energy to, ex, to 
use to take the energy because that's a that's a reflective process that's sure. difficult mm-hmm. so a lot of times when you're talking about you know maybe a success story we end up starting with helping people for example declutter their house oh. because oh. the presence of physical clutter there's there are multiple studies that confirm the effects specifically on women of physical clutter in the home with wow. their feelings of emotional clutter and overwhelm mm-hmm. so oftentimes we'll start with something in the physical Mm-hmm. Before we move into something that's more intangible, like defining values to help them get a jump start to give them the capacity mm-hmm. to step into this. So that's one example is a lot of times clutter. Yeah. And yes. you know what? That makes sense because yes. men, they just sit on the clutter. Yes. I mean, if it's on the couch, yes. they just sit there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Women are wondering why they're sitting on the socks that uh-huh. need folded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got exactly. it. Makes sense. So we may start, for example, a specific example is a woman we were working with who she was literally just saying, I feel like I can't even stay ahead of the laundry. Sure. Mm-hmm. And so we may start there with helping develop. We helped her develop some rhythms and routines. Yeah, for sure. Of how to stay on top and get a quick win. Because when you feel like you conquer something small, then you're like, OK, I can now move on to the bigger thing, which might be let's get an overall larger picture of my yeah. life yeah and that's what we did with that's her that's wonderful yeah that is yeah. good i think if becca could come over about five o'clock say, yes okay the, the the alarm went off come on ben's get up let's go vitamins let's go vitamins <laughs> bathroom hair underwear let's go i don't think that's I'm what i'm thinking she's this about. could work i would be I very organized by the end of the day cluttered. i don't yes. know what? No. Well, i'm sitting on that so you can see it so um so i have a story oh okay. it's been a while since we've had a podcast story it you when we first started podcasting Every time we talked to somebody, he had a story, and I got to the point where I was like, "Dude, stop with this!" Like, <laughs> but people love the story, so now I'm I'm intrigued. All right, okay. but it's a short I hope one. it has it's something to do with decluttering your house. Well, it's really related to what you said earlier, which yeah. I think is the overwhelming part, and plus uh, that many families are completely disconnected of how to be a family, even. Yes. So um, I I played some baseball in the past, and and at one point got to go to a national championship games, and. Um, we had picked up some very good players from um, from Ohio, and, and we were getting ready to compete. And I, the first pitcher was a different guy, and and the second baseman, and I was shortstop, and um, he played that game, and we lost 1-0. So it's a double elimination if you lose the next game. I'm pitching. So I'm wanting, of course, the best players. And I'll, this guy, who is a remarkable player, mm-hmm. uh, comes up and, and shakes my hand and says, hey, you know, uh, it's great playing with you. Talk to you later. And he's leaving. I'm saying, what, what do you mean? Where, where are you going? He says, oh, we're going on a vacation. I says, you, you, don't, you can't go on vacation. we got a game. And, I mean, I was upset. And mm-hmm. I was about 16 years old playing in an 18-year-old league, so it was a big deal to me, right? Mm-hmm. It's all about me, right? Um, but... He was leaving, and he was okay with it. And I said, "You can't, Stan. You can't be okay with this because see, I'm throwing, and I need you because you're going to give me some runs, and we're going to win this, you know, the whole thing." And finally, the dad's watching all this. I didn't realize. Comes up and it puts his hand on my shoulder, and he says, "Son, you'll, you'll finally figure out that our family is always more important than baseball." And he walks off. I said, "But you're wrong. You're just, <laughs> you don't get it." Yeah. Uh, but it was yeah. really interesting that I never, ever, ever for- forgot that mm-hmm. impression. Of they got it, yeah, and they were even going camping. I mean, well, you don't want to miss a baseball game for camping. <laughs> There's something wrong with that. Anyhow, that's how I felt. So that was my story. That's a good. That's yeah. But it was a personal story that really yeah. relates to what you're, mm-hmm. you're dealing with. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, and it's actually such a beautiful thing to see families living out their why, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I think so it many is. people that we interact with on a day-to-day basis aren't really. No. And and we g- I would also say probably go through phases of there's some intentionality and then there's like, oh, okay, life just kind of kicks in and, and then, okay, we, we're going to be more intentional. Yeah. And then life just, kinda, you know, right? So some cyclical nature to it too. But when, I mean, you you know when you see a family that's living their why, right? And making yes. making specific decisions about you know, we've picked on sports and whatever, but you know, like yeah. being in activities or mm-hmm. choosing to well, travel or, choos- or choosing Music, to serve. Dance, it goes on. You know, right? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, every month we go downtown and we serve at the mission or whatever, right? Because mm-hmm. they yes. want their kids to have, you know, a service heart or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's yeah, it's a very beautiful thing. I think when mm-hmm. you when you you know when you see that mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. Yes. Where's Where's the problem with getting it done? I mean, I know it's a guy, but, you know, yeah. play with me a little bit here. Okay. Um, but where do we hit the brick that we just, the wall that you really find is the hardest thing for you guys to get through? When we work with people? Yeah. I would say getting them, pe- people want a quick fix. Correct. Mm-hmm. So they, they are millennials. For yeah. Sure. Uh, oh, my oh see, I told you he's not millennial. People, <laughs> listeners, he is not millennial. They are. <laughs> We all do. I do as well. Yeah, me too. I, I'm also not millennial, but I'm, I want a quick fix. I'm, not me. I like sludging through sludging it. Through I it. don't want anything quick. Well, now you've definitely put yourself no in the way. category. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the task at hand. Oh, my yes. gosh. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> you just moved yourself into an older demographic yeah, it's like, now like he's 96. He is. Yeah. He's yeah. World War II guy. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Mm. So, anyway. Yeah, no, that's a great question. And I think that is that is the biggest struggle yeah. is okay, uh, we agree we have a problem. We, we, don't, we don't really love our life. We want to make it better. We might like it, but it's not great. We're kind of stressed. We're overwhelmed. So give us ABC, and then we will be fixed for the rest of eternity. Well, that's right. it. And, um, <laughs> Absolutely. The thing we always encourage is this is, this you mentioned cyclical. This is cyclical. So we mm-hmm. teach them through, as you change into different seasons, this is going to look different. Your core values might even have some shifts mm-hmm. and that's okay. So we're going to teach you how to do this process. And five years from now, when maybe you have one kid and now you have three and they're all in elementary school, same principles yeah. will apply, but you're going to have to reassess and reset. Mm-hmm. So we try to give people the perspective that this is a lifelong thing. It, 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 it's not one, two, three. It's not the same for everybody. And respect your season and and know that changes come and that's okay. And so we that's the biggest hurdle is getting over. It's not one and done. We'll teach you the process and continue to apply it in the different seasons as you move through. Yeah. People people yeah. who do it, they win in big ways mm-hmm. in their family, in their careers. When you live in alignment with your values, you feel so fulfilled and mm-hmm. on track. There, It trickles down mm-hmm. into your finances. It trickles yep. down into your parenting, into your career, all across the and board. Kids, and your kids. And your kids. Yeah, one of, the, yes. one of the hardest things is I'll see a mother 35 years old. She yes. is burned out. She's yes. on antidepressants. She's on anti-anxiety. Yes. She has gained weight. She's upset about everything that moves in God's given earth. I mean, life is really tough. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure it happens with men also. But in this example, mm-hmm. the first thing is they're so run down, they, they have no way out of it. Mm-hmm. In their mind, they are done. Yeah. And I'm sure you face that. And you're yeah. probably thinking, 
how do we get them past that? Because they don't know. Mm-hmm. They honestly don't. And they go to their doc. The doc says, oh, you seem a little depressed. No, yeah. I'm, I'm miserable. I'm not depressed, but here's a here's the blue pill. Mm-hmm. And then they go back and get the yellow pill, and then they get the pink pill. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I do. It's got to be very, very tough in this society today with women being pressed so hard. They really are. Mm-hmm. There's immense amounts yep. of pressure. Yep. Yeah. And I think we need to admit that more than we do. Yes. Yes. Because I finally admitted it, which means <laughs> yeah. that's, yesterday. that's probably. That's huge. Yeah, yesterday. I so, yeah. so you're here with us. You're, mm-hmm. We're in Indianapolis, so you're here that's locally. Right. Like, how would somebody outside of this geography find you, or do you have resources available for people outside of this geography? Like, if somebody's like, oh, my gosh, my family needs this. Well, like, can yes. they do phone? Do they, Can't yeah. they do phone? I don't know. Do that's why I phone? asked her. Oh. Yeah, no, I just we, thought of that. We do. So like, yes, do phone? we do. We do. We do work with people from from all over the place. Okay, and so the best way, it, if there's something you know that I've said that you would that would be helpful to learn more about, the best place to go is my website, which is um, www.beccacoffin.com. Okay, and. The thing when you're looking to work, there's different life coaches out there. They all have different approaches to how mm-hmm. they do things. There's there's really great ones, and and there are some that may not fit so well. So the biggest thing that I would recommend is if you want to work with somebody to do like do a 15 minute consult and just understand their values, their approach, and make sure it's a good fit for you. Yeah. So. I, I know some that if, you know, if somebody came to me and I said, I don't know that I'm the best fit for you, but here's, you know, here yeah. is somebody who, who specializes maybe a little bit more mm-hmm. in what you are going through and what you're wanting to work through. And so that would be what I would say. If you, if you head to my website and we can, you know, we can chat, there's info on there of how to, how to contact me. And if, I'm not maybe the best fit for you. We can direct you to somebody who would be. I'll mm-hmm. tell you what I like oh. about this is it's not individual counseling per se, because I think too often individuals go off on their independent counseling. Mm-hmm. Then the husband gets their independent counseling. Yeah. And then 35 years later, they finally talk about yes. everything. And you seem to be working as a family unit in pieces and then mm-hmm. put it right back together and get moving, right? Yes. I, I, I love it. Mm-hmm. I, have, I think that's brilliant. I think that more therapy should be uh, applied this way. Yeah. yeah. My husband also gets involved. And so to help, a lot of times, like I said, I start by working with the mom, but we do do things together. Mm-hmm. A lot of the workshops, like free online workshops we do to help people define their core values, we usually always have those running when people can sign up. And he joins me, and we find it super oh, okay. helpful. Oh, I bet you. So if folks go to the website, they can see when yeah. like, the next workshop <laughs> might be that they could yes. join. That would be great. Yeah. Okay. yeah. We, yeah. Have, we have core values workshops, so we have a free workbook that walks them through like an eight-step process. Mm-hmm. So that gets them jump-started. Yeah. 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 I really, oh, really great. love it. And, yeah. and her husband's six foot five and 285 chiseled. And <laughs> if you got a, a, of course. If you have a, you know, a husband that needs somebody straight him out, just he'll come That's and right. visit. Yeah. You can help him out. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a pretty straightforward guy. So Yeah, that yeah. helps. I bet you it does. Like, <laughs> it does help. Hey, don't give me that. And yeah. he'll share what he has not done well because – that's good. We we share we share our story pretty openly, and yeah. we learn this not because we are experts in it. 
Oh. Yeah. So, usually it's just my wife sharing it. everything usually, I don't yeah. do well, but um, that's different. That's nah, different. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want somebody who's walked that road before. That is, yeah. It yeah. is yeah. really true. Um, yeah. So they, uh, local folks in Indiana, Indianapolis could make or this. Or not good. local folks yeah. on the phone. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you yeah, for Becca, joining us Yeah, Becca, it was great. It was really, really great. Helpful. Thank you for allowing me to tell my story. You're oh my welcome. Gosh. I'm so glad to be here. Hopefully that they are inspired to find out what their why is yes. and yeah. to figure out I maybe how to that. get That's out of that rat race stuff. they might feel like yes. they're in. So. Excellent. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Amy Baker, Dr. Sean Benzinger. Humarian Health Podcast. Spilling our guts. For the well-being of yours. That's having the guts to listen to the Humarian Health Podcast. If you have things you'd like to gut check, send us an email at gutcheck at humarian.com.